0: Now, David Fiorazzo.
1: Hey, how you doing, brothers and sisters in Christ the Remnant? Thank you so much for tuning in to another podcast. We appreciate your sharing the podcast. You guys are great because I've noticed a lot of people have been getting the word out, particularly this week, and we've had some awesome guests. I often comment that I learn so much, and it challenges me from some of the people we have on. But it also encourages my faith and inspires me in many ways. I hope that does the same for you, particularly the um, interview we did with Julaine Appling. I think it was Tuesday. It was Wednesday. The Wisconsin Family Council, her offices in Madison were bombed by abortion activists and firebombed. And uh, we just put up a brand new article at StandUpForTheTruth.com. When Pro-Abortion Activism Becomes Domestic Terrorism although they'll never call it that, and the media will never touch that side of the story. But anyway, we've got that up, Up StandUpForTheTruth.com. A couple updates here before we get to Bill Perkins today, uh, Compass International. He's with us. We've got um, links to Harbinger's Daily. We appreciate their support. They are so incredibly um, on top of things. Uh, If you want news from a biblical perspective, check out Harbinger's Daily. Big supporters of this podcast. Also, we've got some new... We've redesigned a little bit of the website. We're just starting little things that, are, that make it easier for you to navigate. When you go to StandUpForTheTruth.com, you can click on uh, the right-hand side. It says, Click Here to Listen Live, uh, 9 a.m. Central weekdays, so that's easy to do now. Also, there's the mug, the coffee mug, Stand Up For The Truth. If you go on the right-hand side, um, on the iPhone, I'm not sure where it's at, but click on the coffee mug. That'll take you over to Red Pill RedPillPrints.com. They're the Christian family from Canada who are fans of the podcast who put together merch for us. There are now 21, 24, wait a minute, something like 24 items from T-shirts, hoodies, sweatshirts, coffee mugs, water bottles. So check those out. It indirectly supports us because all proceeds after costs and expenses come to this ministry. So check that out. Um, Before we jump into our interview with Bill Perkins, I want to read some scripture because we are going to be talking about a lot of biblical topics And uh, including the rapture, kind of picking up from where we left off yesterday, we got going on that. But uh, there's so many other things and false teachings we need to address and where people are at and how the divide in the church um, is really affecting people's worldview. And and it impacts them and their, their view on the rapture, the timing of it. So we'll talk a little bit about that. But first, Jeremiah 31, starting in verse 31, Behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah, not like the covenant which I made with their fathers in the day I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt. My covenant which they broke, although I was a husband to them, declares the Lord. But this is the covenant which I will make with the house of Israel after those days, declares the Lord. I will put my law within them, and on their heart I will write it. And I will be their God, and they shall be my people. They will not teach again, each man his neighbor and each man his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for they will all know me, from the least of them to the greatest of them, declares the Lord. For I will forgive their iniquity and their sin I will remember no more. Thus says the Lord who gives the sun for light by day and the fixed order of the moon and stars for light by night who stirs up the sea so that its waves roar. The Lord of hosts is his name. Jeremiah 31, 31 through 35. Well, Bill Perkins is with us today. We're going to talk about a lot of important issues and get an update on his ministry, Compass International, since 1993, when he and his wife Susie founded Compass. And they're an Idaho-based ministry. They sharpen believers in Christ, defend the accuracy of the Bible from Genesis To revelation and also he began stealing the mind Bible conferences we'll get an update on that as well Bill Perkins welcome back to stand up for the truth hey thanks for your time today sir Uh, now you went to Israel um, a couple months ago actually last month you did so we're gonna ask you a little bit about that about world travel how Israel is handling uh, the Rona but first um, You had a Stealing the Mind conference in March, I believe. How did that go? And give us a little update on that.
2: You know, we did. We had uh, another conference. We've we've had them every year since 1993. (laughs) And just getting a group of—I think we had 600-something people crammed in this room, in this church— But. Having uh, people from all around, well, I think there's something like maybe 20 states, 22 states that people came from to the conference, and having a Christian pay to hear somebody teach the Bible, because <laughs> we have to charge, you know, to come to the conference to pay for the speakers and everything. and um, But to have somebody come to the conference and spend a whole day deep in their Bible, uh, it 's a certain kind of person <clears throat> it's it 's a special person that mm. loves the Lord loves to learn you know and and they there 's when you get a whole room full of those people like that, and they come from just all over it 's just a it 's a an electricity that' is like no other it's it 's just amazing mm. and we of course have great teachers and we had um <clears throat> some we had actually some physicians too uh that i pre-taped and that we put in there about you know what's going on with um, the vaccines and things because it's uh it's 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 changing the dna of the of the believers when you take that stuff and it's it's really it's not god's design you know and it's kind of putting your trust in Something besides what God's already done for you. So, it was it was great. We just had a great time, and and uh, all the the DVDs are available. You can actually watch the conference for free if you go online. You can download the the DVDs for free, or if you want to play one on a uh, on a, <clears throat> if you want to order a video, you know, like a, a regular video to play on your your player, <clears throat> you can, you have to pay for that. But you can download them for free at compass.org and. All of our uh, video, most I just I think we got two or three hundred up there for free from wow. conferences and things like that. So it's um it's great, just awesome.
1: Great, is that all? Just uh, over a couple hundred? <laughs> That's funny. That's a lot of teaching. Hey, Bill, it's interesting. We've had uh, one of our favorite guests here, Dr. Andy Woods. We have him on. He's one of the few guests we have on about monthly. We try to get him on, um, and. What's interesting is I want to follow up before we get to the topic of Israel and world travel and globalism and the Rona. Um, One of our most popular podcasts of this year was a Monday. We had Dr. Lee Merritt on, um, America's Frontline Doctor. She was on, and you said you have pastors and teachers there, but you also brought in some medical professionals. Isn't it interesting, five, ten years ago, we weren't in this area where we had Bible conferences or prophecy conferences or pastors' conferences with medical personnel or with doctors. We'd, we're in a new place now, aren't we? Just your observation as far as that goes, because there's some relevant information on how that all ties into what's happening in our country and around the world with this medical tyranny.
2: Well, we've had, uh, every since we began, we've had a section of of teachers that we call signs of the times mm. and they're not always believers i mean you know we can um they're 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 top like we've had jewish people for instance you know teach on the torah and things like that and and <clears throat> these physicians i didn't even ask them if they were believers or what kind of church they went to or anything but the information that they had regarding uh what is our bodies are are, are being manhand- what's happening to us by what they're asking us to do with these vaccines and things is important to believers. Mm-hmm. And and you know, there's even a verse that talks about that the non Christians are sometimes smarter than the Christians. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and so we have to have a we have what we call steel on steel. And and you 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 show me what you believe, and then come, let's let's see what how it stacks up against the Bible and that kind of thing. So it's um. It's it's amazing. It it really is. We had you talked about Andy Woods and he his topic was gene altering in the days of Noah. Wow. And of course, you know, that's that's what it says as it was in the days of Noah, so shall be the coming of the Son of Man. So here so here you have him talking about that and then we had uh Carrie talk about the um the vaccine and then we had uh Russ Miller, which I think you've had before and yep. he was talking about scientific reasons we can trust the Bible, that's our apologetic section. And then we had another doctor, Mark McDonald, and the name of his topic was the United States of Fear, and how the the fear is what they use to push the vaccines. Yes, they they scared you into taking a vaccine and uh, by lying and just you know moving everybody in one direction with the media that they control. And then uh, Russ Miller had another topic, weapons of mass instruction, talking (laughs) about the children and what what they're doing with them and how mm-hmm. they've moved them off to the public schools. And then we had Peter McCullough, um, who's a kind of <laughs> sort of a, a famous doctor these days because of his early saying, this is not good. Yes. This vaccine is not what you want, you know. And then Dave Reagan <clears throat> came in at the end and wow. he talked about um, uh, God's wrath and um, the most Ignored topic and prophecy, you know about the coming wrath of God, and all. so it was a great conference. And it's just boom, boom, boom all day long, and and um, it's just back to back. It's it's fun. It's just fun. We people just they, they leave and they go wow, <laughs> but they buy the DVDs because they want to hear it again. Because <laughs> it's like trying to drink out of a fire hydrant, you know. Yeah.
0: Well,
1: we've we've learned that a lot of people are just now catching up with a lot of this information not only the teachings on bible prophecy because as you know uh, bill a lot of churches are not even touching bible prophecy or some even the old testament which is just tragic and, and then there's new barner research that we don't have time to get into today about the uh, pastors and the lack of biblical worldview among pastors in america but let, let's move on now um let's talk about israel um, you start off your recent article on, on Israel. It says, travel represents freedom to come and go as you please. And there's also an important sentence, and then I'll let you elaborate. Globalists slash Satanists want to eventually control everything, food, energy, banking, weather, Internet, and certainly the freedom to travel. You weren't able to go to Israel for a couple of years, so you went there. Uh, however, you want to open this up and just share about your experience from getting on get the COVID test before getting on the first flight and uh, just take it wherever you 'd like bill
2: you know we, Israel closed down like most countries and when the travel stopped and all and they they jumped on the bandwagon israel 's a very um, uh, it's close-knit country. They're they're there. They ha- they have to lock arms. I mean, everybody at age eighteen, girls and guys, goes into the service. and mm-hmm. learn to defend their country for two or three years, and and so they're, they 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 ha- they got their enemies surround them right at their border, and and they're trying to kill them. So they they have a close-knit, uh, nationalistic kind of uh, attitude toward everything. So when they when this COVID thing came out. They jumped on saying, "Okay, let's let's stop. You know, let's do what's right." You know, and so they they I call it drinking the Kool Aid, which uh, somebody kind of gave me a lot of static about that. But the, um, <clears throat> they did. The government said, "Let's do this. Let's stop this. Let's get everybody vaccinated," and they were doing it for the right reasons. You know, they wanted to kind of show the world, you know, where they were that mm-hmm. they were they were a good uh, world. Um, uh, <laughs> That they want to be good global people, mm-hmm. you know, because that's they're where they are. They're not believers. They're blinded. They don't even know why they're back in Israel. You know, all, they've <laughs> got their nation back. They're all there. Mm-hmm. They're, they're really fired up, but they don't even know why, because it says there that in Ezekiel, you know, it says that they're going to be regathered, but they wouldn't have the spirit in them, mm-hmm. the spirit of God. In there. And God says, I'm going to blind them until the uh, until, until the Russian invasion. That's when God reveals himself again, uh, the Russian-Iranian invasion, which is post rapture so so anyway we we weren't able to go we had to cancel a couple of trips that we had planned and then they allowed finally people to go if you were vaccinated well you know none of none of my staff is vaccinated and nobody in that wants to go with me is is vaccinated that or at least will admit to it and (laughs) the um finally they got they opened up and uh, they said in right in the uh, middle of March. They said, "Okay, starting April 1st or somewhere in there, they're going to start letting people come in that were not vaccinated." Well, we've been waiting two years to go to Israel, and I'm like, "Wow, that's the longest I've ever been." I've been to Israel 60 up until that time, 63 times, so this was my 64th trip, you know. And I've taken groups over there, and I was, I was itching to go. So we checked it all out, and they said, "Well, you got to be tested to to, uh, when you get here," you know. And I thought that's okay. Um, no problem there, and then the United States tests you to come back and so we had in our in our trip plan that we had planned two years ago that we kept pushing off, we were going to go to Petra to see where the Jews um, would most likely uh, congregate during the last half of the three uh, of the tribulation when after the midpoint of the tribulation, when the Antichrist stands in the temple and claims to be God, all that so <clears throat> when they flee and that's in jordan so we did we everybody had to get tested first to go to israel and the tests are not easy to do because you have to you have to get your um, negative test and it has to be within 72 hours of leaving so that you have to kind of plan everything and then you got to get it and take it to the airport and they got to see it, you know, and some people were literally packing to go to the airport before they got their test results back. I mean, it was a little nerve wracking, mm. but <clears throat> we got everybody on the plane, everybody <laughs> flew in. And, and, and then once we got there, as soon as we arrived, Israel makes you test just to make sure you're okay. Cause they don't trust the United States or whatever. So <clears throat> we go test again. Now, let me back up. I don't, I'm, I hate those tests and I, um, I had seen early on that you could go to Mexico or someplace I forgot where it was outside the United States, but you had to have your this little swab stuck up your nose back near your brain you know and i 'm like <laughs> i 'm not doing that to go anywhere, but these tests were just in the front of your nostrils, mm-hmm. so that was That was good. I thought, okay, we can do these tests. So we tested. We got there, we got to Israel. We had to as soon as you landed on the plane, they herded you into another place, and you had to pay for another test to make sure. And then you had to be taken to your hotel, and you had to wait in your hotel until it was your test results came back. And everybody came back negative, and so we're off to the races. And we we had a great tour. We had thirty people were able to get together and say, I can fly. Let's go. Let's do it. You know and. Actually, we ended up with 28. Um, some people got cold feet right at the last, but um, anyway, we we had a great tour. It's just it's just one of those things where the Bible comes alive, and that's why we go mm-hmm. there. You know, is to is to show the accuracy of the Bible. And and when you're reading these things in the Bible, here's where it happened. It just takes on a whole new meaning. So we spend the <clears throat> the, the whole time doing the Israel tour, and just was you know people come alive. They just come out of their shoes seeing seeing the stuff so then we go to jordan now to go to jordan jordan doesn't require anything so we crossed the border into jordan no problem obviously and and headed to to petra but we also had to test now to get back into israel (laughs) because it's like it's like flying into israel you have to test before you cross the border and then you got to test after you come into israel so even though it's only about instead of flying. For a half a day you know it's it's you're just crossing the border in like 60 seconds but you got to have a test on each side of the border so we put together our test in jordan and um one of the families had two members test positive and we're like whoa so they they wouldn't let them come into israel like well, the other family members weren't going to go without them so four family members um in, on the in the tour couldn't come back to Israel. And then of course that's where our flights were. Wow. <laughs> you know, we're back in Israel. So, <laughs> so they're sort of stuck over there and I so I left my my wife, Susie, over there with them and they stayed in Jordan and we all crossed over, got everybody else family, finally got in. And then then we had to test immediately again to be able to get on the flights home. Um <clears throat> so as we tested for those flights for that flight home for all our flights home there was another guy there that tested positive now none of these people that are testing positive have any covid symptoms whatsoever right you know huh. the the two the family had had a had basically had a cold uh, that these two people had they didn't have any covid no fever nothing you know n- nothing it was just a sniffles you know so but they tested positive so the guy there now in israel that's a whole different thing because they make you as soon as you test positive, they come get you and they take you to a different uh, quarantine center wow. and that the, the military runs and you can't see anybody. Well, now that's a whole new ballgame. Oh my goodness! Whoa! Now, it, thankfully, it was a, a guy that was there on a trip. You know, he was he was married, but he was there without his wife and and so he it didn't split a family up or anything. His mom was there, but she was fine to go home by herself but the But the point is, had it been a couple or had it been a a, a, a lady by herself you know uh, that was um, had come you know a lot of times we get single ladies and their yeah. uh, older ladies you know and it, wow. but they take you to a quarantine hotel run by the military, and you have to stay there and and you have to stay there a minimum of five days, and you could stay as long as eleven days wow i mean whoa That's i didn't amazing. i didn't quite get that when I planned this trip, you know, mm. and as i said i I should have asked more questions, so anyway, he's taken carted off to this hotel. Everybody else gets a well, I'm not about to take a test because i don't want to you know when when he tested positive, I thought i can't get stuck here i'm going to go back to Jordan where my wife is, I can get in you know, just cross the border and fly home with her because they don't require any any testing you know like Israel does, so so we go back to uh, I, I get everybody off uh, on the flights home, and then I cross the border back to Jordan. And we did have to take tests in Jordan, but we, um, I don't know if you know, well, I won't go into too much detail, but we just ensured that our nostrils were <laughs> quite cleansed and clean huh. before we took those tests, you know. And so there was no chance there was going to be anything on there that would yeah. keep us from coming home. And um, so all all six of us passed our 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 test, you know, that we had to pay for which is another like hundred bucks a person. I mean the testing alone added three or four hundred dollars. Wow. That's amazing.
1: When we come back with Bill Perkins, we're gonna talk about that, how you have to pay for a lot of this and that there's the the money in this uh pandemic that we've seen is just unbelievable that costs us more on Stand Up for the Truth in just a minute.
0: Your monthly financial support of standup for the Truth.com is needed and appreciated. Now, back to today's Stand Up For The Truth with David Fiorazzo.
1: Our guest today, Bill Perkins, Compass International. You can go online at compass.org and watch any of the recent Stealing the Mind conferences. You can purchase DVDs and check out um, some of Bill's books, uh, phenomenal books, by the way. And we want to talk now a little bit more about what we left off before the break talking about, and that is the fact that here in the U.S., um, in you know, blue states or wherever where they've had the the highest lockdowns or the most severe lockdowns or, uh, you know, the policies, right? Uh, It seems like the infection rates were not only not much different in some cases and in many cases they were higher, and the death rates as well. Bill, you, you drew that parallel and said in Israel they're seeing the same result with all of their extreme measures, thorough measures of testing and quarantining, and uh, they're seeing still the the lockdown rates, or I'm sorry, the death rates and infection rates are higher, and I don't know if enough people are, you know, connecting the dots here.
2: Well, the purpose, apparently, I mean, we're living at the end of an age, the end of the church age, getting ready for the tribulation to start, and satan is is getting his his act together because he 's going to be in charge of the whole earth, and he 's going to be the false christ and and all so as we as we come to the end of this thing what 's happened is the satanist and and that 's the only thing that makes any sense is to look at it this way they basically want they say they want to depopulate the world um They want to take it down to $500 million. They've got it in writing in stone in Georgia, you know, on those, those guide stones there. But so they, they had literally to the, the purpose of releasing the COVID, um, Problem was to get to the vaccine. The COVID itself was just the flu. It didn't. It didn't really kill anybody. It killed older people just like the flu does every year. Every year you have sixty to eighty thousand people that die from the flu. Older people. They, you get into your seventies and eighties, and if you get a bad flu, it'll kill you mm. <clears throat> because you're older. And that's how a lot of people die yes. when they get into their older year, later years. So, they, that strangely enough, when COVID came. Uh, nobody died of the flu. Everybody died of COVID. There was no flu, no flu death. It was just a straight like, it cured yeah. the flu. Hmm. But they attributed it to that. Then they tried to kill people that were... Um, uh, taking uh, it's it's like got something like 40% of the people that, that take it die. It's, it, it's has, it causes the same problems that COVID caused. It just multiplies it. So then they get to count that as COVID. So they're doing this fear thing. They're putting these statistics out everywhere, trying to let everybody know this is a thing to fear. You need a vaccine. Well, then they come up with the vaccine that they've had ready for some time. And the vaccine, as it turns out, doesn't stop the transmission, doesn't keep you from uh, getting the uh, COVID or, or giving it. I mean, all of these things, which is, they lied, basically. If they, they said if you take the vaccine, you won't get it. And then they came yeah. back to dial everything back. Yep. And as it turns out, everybody, the more vaccines that you've taken, if you get first, second, and then your first and second boosters and all that, you are more likely to get COVID than if you didn't take the vaccine. Well, what's with that? How is that? I mean, these statistics are coming out. Israel's learned it out. All these countries in Europe are figuring this stuff out, and mm-hmm. they're just stopping their programs in mid-track, saying this is not working. And and Israel's kind of come to that same conclusion because they did it like they were told, and, and it didn't work. Mm-hmm. And the United States is just not letting the information out. It's more it's more controlled here, and they, you still can't talk about it. You know yeah. the fact that the vaccines don't work they cause more likely for you to, to 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 get that and and because it's it's dismantling your uh immune system because it's, what that vaccine does is it it gives you a little bit of protection supposedly one type of the COVID thing, not the strains lately, but the very original strains, but then it, but that's the only thing it, it covers, it dismantles your uh, immune system. So then you get other stuff and, and, and it just, there's nothing there to, to take care of it. of what God originally designed to take care of you. And people that had um, cancers and recovered from cancer, people that have all these different things that they've recovered from, it's it's knocking all that immunity out that you had and all that cancer's coming back, not to mention the heart problems, mm-hmm. you know, that, that people are having and the blood clots yeah. and all this stuff. And the, the undertakers are flipping out saying, you're not going to believe what these People look like when we're trying to draw blood out of them mm. and all so the the all of this is satanic the, from the from the get go they wanted to do this, and I think it didn't work as well as they wanted, quite frankly, I think they expected more people to die, and more people are beginning to um still you know ramp up to this thing the the biggest part of the biggest problem could still be ahead there was a a video of this guy from Denmark did call, his name was van bosch b o s s c h e and a scientist and he said and, and he nailed everything from the beginning of what 's going on and yes. he said now we 're at, at this point where it 's not going to get good. People that are vaccinated are going to be in in peril you know for the next six months it 's going it's the deaths are going to ramp up just from all kind of all cause morbidity and you look at insurance companies they 're screaming about we can't pay claims because it's it's way above what we have, had anticipated for a normal insurance cycle of death. You know, wow. these things are 40 percent higher. We can't do this. And their their companies in Europe have already said we can't. This is an experimental vaccine. So we're not paying death benefits. You took an experiment. I mean, that's where this thing is. So the whole thing hmm. and it's worldwide, just like going to Israel, all of these countries they're worldwide. I mean, there's nothing that could be done worldwide like that unless it was some type of, um, I, well, it, it, let's just say that the Bible says that the, at the end of this age, um, you'll see, you should be able to see the world kind of coming together globally, mm-hmm. you know, to where. and and then that's what we're watching. We're seeing things that... that um, we know right after rapture that you 're going to have a lot of global uh, control. well, up until rapture, we should start seeing that to come together let me Let me throw a verse out to you that that <clears throat> I think it 's really fascinating it 's amos three seven you most people know it, surely the Lord God does nothing unless he first reveals his secret counsel to his servants, the prophets. God tells us ahead of time hmm. that Things are coming, and if you're, if you, and we, we have the Holy Spirit, we have discernment, and we can look at what the Bible says is coming, and and then and see that oh wow, it's starting to happen, you know. So um, there's nothing wrong with looking at Bible prophecy and say wow, we're living in the end times, we're living at the time that the Lord should come back. Now we don't know when, mm-hmm. but we can definitely observe the things around us that are exactly what's in the Bible.
1: Well, Bill, that's a good transition now to your article, the latest article at Compass.org, ramping up to the rapture. Because you start off with that verse, Matthew 24, 36, that says, But of that day and hour no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, nor the Son, but the Father alone. And you say that some people take that verse... As a proof text that we can't possibly know when the Lord's return is, so they don't pay attention to Bible prophecy. They get uh, they get a, a pass, right? They don't have to think about uh, end times or Bible prophecy or what's to come because we don't. No one really knows. And so I like the way you led into the article, and I also want to get to the chart that you put together in the article on just before and just after the rapture. So where would you like to start?
2: <laughs> well, let's let's start with that verse in Matthew. Sure, people. You can't know when the when the uh, Lord's coming back. Well, but that verse says that no one will know the day and the hour, not even Jesus. Well, whoa! Wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't know. Well, it was true when that verse was written, um, and he was talking to the Jews uh, before the cross. This they were under the law, and Jesus didn't know at that time. But in in Revelation. Uh, Chapter 5, you see God receiving all knowledge, uh, Jesus receiving all knowledge. You know, He qualified to be given everything. He knows today. So you can't say today that He doesn't know when He's coming back. That's right. Because He's God, you know, Mm -hmm. and He's received all knowledge from the Father. So, you know, today we 're in a different situation we 're in the church age. we have a whole thing, so we have to be careful taking things out of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John that were written to the Jews under the law they don't necessarily apply to you and me living in the in the church age we there's there's great stuff in just like the Old Testament you know but we 're living in a church age we 're living in a different time period, a different dispensation things are different. We have the Holy Spirit living in us when we get saved they didn't you know they were had a tough time you know because you you got saved and um you could you could by faith you were saved from from going to hell but you didn't have the holy spirit come into your life and illuminate scripture like it does for us um like getting saved when we get saved the holy spirit comes into our life and he illuminates the more we study the more we understand and and when we dive in we can Plant deep roots and 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 get a better perspective of what God wants in our life and what's coming. Yes. So with that verse, then if if He's going to tell us ahead of time, you know what what's happening, we should look at it. And there's things that that <clears throat> that are in the Bible that are very clear. Um, just like uh, there was an article that we wrote, and I don't I've not seen too many people talk about this, but the first of the four horsemen that comes in on in revelation 6 he it says he has a bow in his hand. Mm-hmm. Now that's an odd thing. Here comes a guy riding in he's he's a he's a comes charging on the scene as a savior but he and in the picture in in the english says he has a bow in his hand. Not arrows, not, yes. not not anything like that. But if you look up the word bow, it's the word for toxin and the greek back in those days they used to dip their arrows in poison so that the, if 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 the arrow didn't kill you if it just nicked you it would still kill you you know mm. if it just it'd get your poison in there so the picture is is a guy coming with a poison tipped arrow in his hand mm. or maybe today in the in is, uh, what we're looking at is it coming with a poison tipped syringe in his hand you know because what happens right after that it says they die from drugs <laughs> sorcery, sorcery is is the word pharmakia. Yes. In the Greek, it's drugs. You know. So here comes this savior coming in. The first guy out of the block comes in with drugs in his hand that are poisonous. Hmm. Well, isn't that what we're seeing? You know, <laughs> that's that's amazing. So if if that's what we're supposed to, ha- if that's what's supposed to happen, then right now we should be seeing this this uh, some of this poison tipped stuff going on, and that's what we're watching. That's what we're seeing ramping up. You know, so you're pointing.
1: Type. You're pointing to s- these are signs that can be observed. Signs that indicate uh, the end exactly. of the age, as Jesus said in uh, Matthew uh, twenty-four verse three or four. After the disciples asked him, "Tell us." When will these things happen, and what will be the sign of your coming? First thing he said was, see to it that no one misleads you. or another translation, I believe says, do not be deceived. First thing out of his mouth. But you just you just pointed to a worldwide drug or vaccine use. And on this chart that you put together, Bill Perkins, um, it's it says that is just before the rapture. And now we're talking timing now. And then, right after the rapture, there's worldwide drug and vaccine use, which will be off the charts, apparently, um, so you just described that, and you quoted or you referenced revelation eighteen twenty three Would you like to elaborate on that, or you want to move on to the next point
2: and, well, no, other than the fact that to me, I think it's fascinating that that the Bible says that drug use is going to be a part of this uh, rollout of the Antichrist, mm. of, the, of the world leader, that they're going to take over with this, and it's going to cause massive, massive death. Don't forget that uh, 2 billion people are going to die on this planet mm-hmm. within the first two years of, of, uh, after rapture. Yes. That's a lot of death. <laughs> mm. Uh, considering we got 8 billion, you got a, it says a quarter of the earth. And then it says another third of the earth would die, which then that would be another 2 billion people. So you got 4 billion people dying in three and a half years. It's going to just devastate this planet. Yes. I mean, it's going to be awful, but that's exactly what Satan is. Cause Jesus came, he brought life. Satan comes, he brings death pretty
1: simple so clarify the next point about we clearly are seeing this move toward world government in fact we 've had presidents now, even Joe Biden, recently talk about the new world order, and uh, he 's proud to have America help usher this in i i 'm not sure he really knows what he talks about. I, I think about that that 's quote from Princess Bride. Uh, you keep using that word, I do not think it means what you think it means, uh, when Joe Biden is saying that about the new world order, but in after the rapture, there will be world government, and how will that all play out?
2: Well, <clears throat> exactly, and and it's basically control. This whole thing, all of this thing about the vaccine is about control. It's about controlling people, just like the flying. They don't want you to fly because uh, and have the freedom to move about on your own because— f- they don't want freedom. You, They want to control you. If you want to do something, you've got to go through them. you got to get permission. That's the whole purpose of this that's this coming up after rapture will be control, ultimately uh, ending up with the control of the mark of the beast, where you don't do anything unless you're tied into their system, have their permission. And and you realize that Biden is just about to give away our health uh, control. Yeah, to the, to the WHO, to the, yeah. Yeah, the mm-hmm. WHO. I mean, like, really? And there's nothing you can do to stop that. Mm-hmm. That's what's even fascinating there. Everybody said he can do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm wow. like, wait a minute. The only way we're going to stop this is to sue in the United States courts. I mean, that that's I don't trust the Supreme Court as far as you can throw no. it. Hey, Bill, <laughs> we do the right thing.
1: <laughs> we, let's talk about that when we come back. We've got to take another break in a minute or less, actually. And let's talk about that because there's a vote coming up on May 22nd, and the World Health Organization could possibly have authority in America, and that's what some of the left wanted all along. But I do want to kick off the next segment with a couple encouraging scriptures just to give us some perspective of where we're at and where we're headed. We also have to address inflation, persecution, um, also food shortages and the use of paper currency. These are all signs, friends, more with Bill Perkins next on Stand Up For The Truth.
0: Thank you for listening and sharing today's show via StandUpForTheTruth.com slash podcast. Now back to Stand Up For The Truth. Here's David Fiorazzo.
1: So one thing we have that we're very fortunate and I think we, we uh, kind of either forget or don't put as much emphasis on is the Holy Spirit in every true believer and convert converted Christian. And uh, first Corinthians 2.12 says, Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, so that we may know the things freely given to us by God. And then 1 Thessalonians 5.4, But you, brethren, are not in darkness, that the day would overtake you like a thief. For you are all sons of light and sons of day. We are not of night nor darkness. Of darkness, So, Bill Perkins, these things shouldn't surprise us and overtake us like a thief. In fact, uh, if we are led by the Holy Spirit and paying attention to the signs of the times, if we know Scripture, if we know our Bibles, we're understanding that these things have to happen. Your thoughts?
2: Well, also, Bible prophecy is meant to comfort us, not to scare us. Exactly. It's to comfort us that we're seeing this stuff come together, that the end of this age and that God's wrath is just right around the corner. But that's to excite us and to comfort us because God says, I'm going to rescue you prior to that that, wrath that's Mm. coming on the earth. He's going to take us away, and, and that is an exciting thing. And the more we see this thing coming together, it just shows you how much closer we are to God rescuing us away from this mm. calamity that's coming.
1: And yet, uh, Bill, some people will say, yeah, Dave and Bill, but the first part of this podcast, it seems like a, it was a lot of fear-mongering. That's not what we were doing by, by sharing Scripture talking about the biblical worldview and the perspective on all that's happening around the world with toward the new world order what the left is trying to do we are not trying to fearmonger. we are trying to warn and hopefully we will we will dig deeper into our bibles because of what's happening but as you said bible prophecy should comfort the believer knowing that these things it's inevitable that these things happen right
2: that's exactly correct and and you know there's a study in bible prophecy when, especially in the time that we live, knowing that it's, it's right around the corner of some really tough stuff coming uh, the the amount of death and destruction um, it's it's a believer should get excited. This is our chance to say to people that are non believers uh, god's wrath is coming, and if you're not a believer now, you know as soon as it starts happening, here's what you need to do. <laughs> we have a little booklet called Millions Missing. Hmm. And uh, we've sent out about, I think, about 80,000 of those booklets to date. And it's a little 16-page booklet that says, if you miss the rapture, you know, here, here's what's going on. <laughs> mm. And the, you, you leave it behind, you know, and so uh, you can go on our website and I think you get one for free or you can buy a bunch or, or whatever pretty cheaply. But, but the point is, is that we want to leave a message to the world. When well, we're gone, it's not over they They still have a chance to go to heaven. You know, now, now the the future world leader and the, and Satan, the Antichrist and all, they're going to lie and say, well, you're ours now, so here's what you have to do, you know, but that's not true. Uh, the Bible's very clear that, that uh, it says an uncountable number of people are going to get saved at the beginning, the first three and a half years of the tribulation. They're going to realize they missed the rapture, but they're not about to go along with the program that's being rolled out for them to the point that they die. And in Revelation um, 7, talks about that that's just an amazing number of people that say I'm sorry I'm not going there you know I'll I'll starve to death mm. you can cut my head off I don't care whatever but I'm going to I'm going to trust God I'm going to heaven and that's exciting but the point is we need to leave that information for people yes to know that that is there cuz they're going to be lied to about it so
1: So in your chart in the uh, article, Ramp Up to the Rapture, I'm trying to describe this for for people on the podcast listening to audio. There is a line right down the middle. On the left is just before the rapture. On the right is just after the rapture. And then there's a lot of signs. We already talked about the worldwide uh, drug use or vaccines. We talked about the movement toward the uh, one world government. And we uh, now need to just address a couple things. Inflation, food shortages... The less well, that's use of know, paper what I'm saying, money.
2: David, is that, is that just after the rapture, the Bible tells us what happens. Mm-hmm. And so the chart is meant to say okay, we know these things are going to happen. We know we're going to have uh, drug use uh, worldwide. We know we're going to move uh, have a world government after the rapture. We know that Israel um, is going to be invaded by Russia and in Iran mm-hmm. right after the rapture. We know that it's severe inflation, so much inflation that it takes everything you make just to buy food for the day nothing else you know and and we know that the mark of the beast everybody's familiar with that comes after the rapture when we know that there's going to be uh, a lot of martyrs Mm -hmm. after the rapture um like we were just talking about that are not going to go on a total loss of freedom and all those billions of people that are dying right Mm -hmm. after rapture and even the jews rebuilding their temple in, in israel so all those things we know are happening and yet Today we see the beginnings of all of those starting to take place. Yes, we we see we see that the, the, that Russia and Iran are in power and they hate Israel and and they're going to uh, invade to get their gold and silver. They're going to we see the inflation beginning to happen right now. And th- and this is not severe inflation. This is this is inflation, but it's not as bad as it's going to get. That's right. And so the the food shortages it says famine. I mean the one of the most uh, horrible ways to die is, is a famine mm-hmm. and all that comes after the rapture so we're starting to start to see them getting that ready you know the paper currency going out um, that goes that's uncontrollable but digits they can control. And it's, it's loss again of freedom of doing what you want and not watch, having people watch what you do. But they're going to do away with the paper currency, and that's what we're seeing. You, we hardly use any any currency today. It's mostly just digits on a on our bank account.
0: Yep. And then
2: cards. the persecution of believers. You know, they're those martyrs. They're they're coming even today after after believers. They're coming straight at us. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is Satan hates Jews and he hates Christians, yeah. and he he. Knows Knows, I'm sure that the Christians are going to be raptured away. So he's not too concerned with that, <laughs> but but um, he certainly hates the Israel and he's he's got his his cause. Going. And, and realize too, and, and this is something that's real important. The Holy Spirit, when he left in the Old Testament, he left in stages, and most people don't realize that. But in Jeremiah, it's, and there's an article on our um, uh, on our, in our. Website that you can read the details about this, but basically it says the Holy Spirit left the Holy of Holies and and He went out to the porch outside the building and and stopped and rest and not rested but just paused, you know, and and is that. As if, he, as if he was looking back at you know what he used to do and he's making a big sigh he's having to leave but then it says after the, he paused for a while he goes to the top of the mount of olives and he pauses there and then he he lifts off and goes hmm. so the, that's what happened the last time the holy spirit the shekinah glory left the earth well if we compare that to today we have the holy spirit on the earth and he's the restrainer of yes. evil. Yes. Then he's starting to loosen up a little bit, you know. And then he's pausing. He's going to loosen up a little more. and He's pausing, and then boom, we're out of here. You know. I mean, that's kind of the the comparison, the the parallel that I see. Mm-hmm. And you can look around and go, "Wow, look at what is going on." I didn't think I'd see this before the rapture. Well, I think it's just indicative of yes. the Holy Spirit loosening his grip on on uh, wholesale evil, and he- we're. But but it's just another reason to get excited because we're going to be gone.
1: Amen. But, we're one day closer, brother. Hey, before we just touch on, I want to get your thoughts on the Biden administration apparently working to give the World Health Organization power to declare a health emergency in any country. In other words, they will have power or the authority to lock down America. We, this has just recently come out. I don't know that all the senators or congressmen in Washington, D.C. know about this. Um, I want to talk about that in a minute, but you brought up something about the Jewish Temple being rebuilt. We're already hearing discussions on this. We're already hearing plans. They're already, you know, we hear articles on, every now and then on the red heifer and they, all the the tools or instruments for the temple. Bill, uh, share with a little bit about that with, for our listeners, please. Well,
2: while we were in Israel, there, the, <laughs> I'm looking at the English version of the Jerusalem uh, Post, and it's it's calling. For the rebuilding of the temple. I mean, I, you could have knocked me over. <laughs> I, I'm looking at that, going, whoa! But they're saying we need to go back to God. We've got to do this right, and and we need our temple because they know that they can't be clean. That the, the they know Leviticus. Um, uh, I think it's 17:11 says if without the shedding of blood there's no remission of sin. You know they have to they have to shed blood and they can't shed blood as a as a blood sacrifice except on the Temple Mount. And right now they've given it over to the Arabs. You know to the Muslims it, and so they have the Dome of the Rock and everything and the Jews don't do anything up there. They control it when you're on the Temple Mount walking around like we were when we were out there looking at where the new temple would be built and all that. Israel soldiers were up there guarding it, but they let the Muslims administer because they have the Dome of the Rock, the Alaska Mosque and there's another they've got two mosques up there and plus the the dome. And <clears throat> but that's gonna be done away with in this peace treaty, this um the when the when they sign the covenant, you know, you have a, in a, see if I can do this in 30 seconds, you have Russia, Russia and Iran, you know, invade and, and, and God stops them and, and Israel flips out. Wow. God saved us. And they have this new, new return to the Lord thing. And, and they start taking out all their enemies around them because they're emboldened by their, by what God's doing. And as they're taking out the enemies, apparently with nuclear weapons, um, the world says, stop, stop, stop this. And one guy comes up and says, look, if you'll just stop, you know, this is post-rapture. If you'll just stop, we will let you, you, uh, you know, uh, we'll guarantee you peace for seven years. We'll give you, we got 10 nations that will come together and give you peace, five Muslim, five European, and they're going to promise you peace. And they agree to do that, which they're not supposed to do, because God says don't make peace treaties with your enemies. But, <laughs> but anyway, they do that, and, and they do it for seven years, and they have, uh Three and a half years of, of relative peace in Israel, and then they lose that um, when the Antichrist comes in. So, um, they, they, it's turned on. The, the, he stops the the sacrifices, which mm. means they've returned to the sacrifices. So they're going to go back to sacrifices yes. in the in the tribulation, and so you can see that roll ramping up. Fascinating. To the, uh, sacrifice is doing them again you know and like you said they're still looking for the red heifer they're yeah. looking for a couple of things but they've got they've got stuff that they're building to put in the temple as soon as they build it the two witnesses show up right after rapture and they show where the temple will be built mm-hmm. and there's also the thing about the i don't know if we have time to get into this but there's a the, the one it's not a unfulfilled prophecy necessarily but russia and iran invade to come get gold and silver is what the bible says well whoa they're not having gold and silver right now except that back at the time of um, the first temple they had so much gold and silver that it was just unbelievable that that they were worried about it being stolen and when assyria conquered the 10 uh, tribes of the north they didn't get the two southern tribes so they lasted another hundred and something years, but they were worried about all of that gold and silver that they had. I mean, it's, Tens of trillions of dollars—it was unbelievable amounts. It's, we have an article on our website, compass.org, that you can go and look at the list of it all. It's all—it's all there on the copper scroll and and, and all. But anyway, they're going to read it. They're looking for it right now. They're digging for it. They're trying to find it. And and there's in certain little pieces of the puzzle that fall into place. And I think that they may very well find that gold and silver this summer. And if they do, whoo! It's going to be a wow. wild fall because you know here you have Russia. Who has now a gold-backed um, currency? What they would love to have is all that gold and silver. And it says when they invade the countries around, saying, "Have you come? Have you invaded to take the gold and the silver?" Wow. Isn't that amazing?
1: Yes, it is fascinating. Bill, I think we've run out of time. Actually, we have one more minute. Um, so, just your thoughts briefly. And I'm so sorry we uh, didn't get to this earlier about this new revelation that the Biden administration is apparently. Uh, wanting to give authority to the World Health Organization so that they would have some sort of sovereignty or power over America. Your thoughts real quick.
2: Worldwide, they will have authority worldwide to call pandemics and what to do and how to respond, and that we would have to do it. Wow. And I mean, that's ridiculous. But that's exa- And Biden, as I understand it, can, has the power to do this. All, all he has to do is say, yes, you've got the power to do this for the betterment of our country and and hand it over so that we lose sovereignty we lose control of our own country to some grouped unelected over in Europe, you mm-hmm. know, along with the rest of the world, the whole world. So this is part of that world control that's starting to take place yep. that we know is coming right after the rapture. They're going to have it. So it's just another sign of the times that, that the Bible is, is is accurate.
1: Yes, it is. And thank you for wrapping that up. short. I that vote is coming up May 22nd in Geneva, apparently. Bill Perkins, mm-hmm. Compass International, Compass.org. Thank you for all the work you do and uh, for everything that uh, you've been teaching and sharing throughout the years and your great ministry. God bless you, brother.
2: Thank you, David.
1: All right. Well, coming up, it's already Friday. Uh, Coming up next week, Molly DeFrank has a brand-new book out. It's called Digital Detox. We'll talk about that on Monday. Also, Kevin McGarry with Every Black Life Matters. He's with us on Tuesday. You'll hear from former transgender Laura Perry on Wednesday. Don Vino of Midwest Christian Outreach on Thursday. And Jonathan Brentner will be back with us on Friday. Thank you guys so very much. God bless you. And as always, keep speaking the truth about things that matter.